Hello, gentle listeners, and welcome back to Destructible. <laughs> That's the... Um, I can't remember how it goes after that. Other other pod... I like the um, the podcast intro for My Brother, My Brother, and Me. This is like, this broadcast is intended only for mature audiences, which we say only so the babies out there know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool babies? Welcome to my my big my wow in me an advice show for the modern era yeah we actually for once are recording this at night that's true we are actually recording this at night there's still sunlight for me but we can ignore that i'm in arizona it's always sunlight i'm in the other part of the united states i could reach over here and i could feel you actually am, am i over are you over here like on on your screen or reach over that way Am I to your yeah, right or to your left? Where... You're to my right. Still feel you. <laughs> wow. I felt that. I hope you're all having a lovely Friday evening. Uh, which actually came under debate th this this past week of whether or not we would keep this going uh, up in, in the evenings. But if you're still listening to this on, on, in the evening, then... Well, then you know how that, how that, how it all went. You know the history. Yeah, it was a very small debate. Or not debate, but just thing, I guess. Not a mass debate. It wasn't really a debate. It was a, a small footnote discussion. Yeah. It's the only way you could describe it. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes you just gotta pop the question like, hey, what about this thing? yay or nay and then it just does you know is no bigger than that that's what that's what communication yes, looks like yes companies companies ask questions yes they challenged the standard we performed an internal review on our employees and found no wrongdoing very excited though that uh today we were able to uh finally buy back smosh we had to sell out to yeah. to good mythical morning but it's nice to finally be back in control. It's gonna be the classic me and me and Mia content that you used to love. Yep, food battle 2023 coming right up. Just just like you remember from your childhood. If you what would what would yes. be your food and food battle? Um, probably the hot chicken wing or something. Oh yeah. Hmm. What about you? Ah. Uh... Oh, man creeper oh man uh man this goes back to all the shit of just like i don't have favorites of anything <laughs> i don't have favorites and nothing so it's, it's i i can never make heads or tails of like what i would choose for something like that yeah i mean i definitely have favoritism in wings and food you're so brave for admitting that probably a lot of stuff there's probably a lot of stuff i could have said that I would have also would, would have been pretty I mean if we did like something like that it wouldn't be hard for me to change it up every year really brave of you my my nephew has favoritism and moving on I think if if I ever have to think of like what my favorite foods are the things that I default to are just whatever I would pick first on a menu usually being shrimp is like the first thing I'll pick on a menu if I see shrimp I'll I'll get shrimp but I don't think like there's any shrimp dish that's like my favorite. I don't, I don't, I, I can't concretely say. There's, a, there's like, 
If it's a food as simple as like a hot wing. I just like regular shrimp. Just like boiled. There's there's one food that I that I well usually like grilled uh, or like cooked, whatever. Or like, yeah, like fried. I think there's like one dish that stands out to me currently as like, I will not turn it down any day of the week. It always sounds good to me. And that is this uh, like chicken pesto pasta. That's it's it's real good. I like I like chicken. I like pasta. I like pesto. And it it's never it's never stocked because I get it in a frozen meal, uh, like a microwave meal of this chicken pesto pasta. And it's so rarely at the store, but God damn, I could live off of those things. But I don't think food battle goes as complex as like today I have a spaghetti carbonara with a white wine reduction <laughs> against your pink frosted sprinkle donuts. That would be pretty funny for your food to be like a bowl of pasta. I mean, like the whole thing. I feel like they had to have done something like that. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't remember all the foods, though. Uh, wasn't one year was like a, uh, uh, churro, I want to say. I think like the, the thing with food battles that it was always Ian always had the pink frosted sprinkled donut. But the joke of it was always that Anthony's food would be somewhat phallic. It would always have to be a phallic food, so then it would be, you know, a, a, a pee-pee and a vagooger or butthole. So, if, you know, the optimal, if we're actually choosing a food battle food, it would have to be something... You know what? I may champion a banana, then, because I quite enjoy bananas. That's being, that being my favorite fruit, and also being phallic-shaped. So it's the perfect contender for food battle. I don't like bananas. You know, I like... I like the flavor of apples. But I do not enjoy the experience of eating an apple, and I never really have. Because I love the flavor, but biting into an apple and getting, like, the skin caught between my teeth, that's ne I've never enjoyed that. And, the, like, having to, like, full, like, if it's, like, a bigger apple and having to, like, press it, like, real far up against your face to get a lot of it. And, it, like, I guess it, probably some of that goes to me not liking the feeling of stickiness on anything and like my like the area around my mouth being sticky after eating an apple because you have to like really press it up in there but i do i don't dislike apples i just don't like eating apples could eat them sliced i mean i can but that takes a bit more effort you know well i mean you can buy them sliced if, if i'm thinking about the process of eating an apple i'm not thinking about the process of processing an apple or preparing an apple if i like i you know eating a banana straight up versus eating an apple straight up i don't i don't consider the preparation time as a part of the consumption of the fruit when i say that uh i don't like eating apples i don't know i don't think much i just eat i just eat what's in front of me i don't think about it do you have any foods that like it's a food that you love or you quite enjoy and you would have more if it did not require the process to either make or get that food? Uh, it's probably a lot of... I'd eat wings more if they didn't cost so much. Fair. Um, steak also, probably. Mm -hmm. um, if it didn't require, like, a grill and having... I mean, I guess you don't have to cook more than one steak at a time, but... This is not, or you, you know, you have to like go buy one and eat it uh, at a restaurant, but it's not like, 
I don't know. When I want something, I'm usually willing to go through. If I have, if I want something and I have, and this goes for like anything really, if I want something and I have like the resources to get it, I'll usually go to links to get it. Are you adverse to a pan seared steak? I don't know. Probably not. Yeah, because it doesn't have to be on a grill for a steak. It can be done in a pan. I mean, we've made burgers here. We don't have a grill. <laughs> yeah. Grills are, they're good for, uh, you know, getting that grilled taste, but I, I don't think there's anything that's really done on a grill that, I guess if you want it, like... I mean, there's a lot of quality to the grill, the grilled food experience that you don't get with just like a pan, but it's doable. I think one of the qualities of a grill is the fact that if you put like the hood over it, uh, like close the, the hood, then it kind of becomes an oven um, that in, if, where if you're cooking in a pan, it doesn't really trap the heat the same way. So it really only cooks on one side at a time when you're cooking in a pan. Whereas on a grill, it can be completely, it will cook more on one side, but it'll be more completely surrounded by heat as it cooks. I guess that's the benefit of a yeah. grill is you get a uh, more consistently cooked while having to uh, uh, check both sides less. You also have it's like easier to work with such large tools on a grill and um make sure because people keep their grills on like their decks and shit, so you don't have it's like you're also worrying about the cooking something like that inside yeah i get a lot of like smoke or whatever experience the the smell and s the smell and the smoke or the steam or whatever and the grease and the mess and putting the grease down your sink and shit it's not yeah. good it's also fun to you know have that fire fire is just fun i think grilling food like the the experience is akin to being in a restaurant and you hear like the fajitas sizzling and you smell the fajitas as they bring that out to like one of the tables. I think there is something to the experience of just walking either like in your neighborhood or in your city and just smelling like grilled food that somebody's making somewhere. You just smell it. You can just smell it in the air and you know, like somebody's making hot dogs like a mile away and it's just there. And there's like, yeah. There's definitely something nice about that, like, not even just about, like, ooh, it smells like foods that I like. Uh, there's, there's, like, almost a comfort to that, of, like, like a, like a comfort of community with, like, smelling what somebody else is, like, cooking on there. Because you can, like, you can imagine the whole situation of what it looks like as they're grilling that. There's, like, they're probably hanging out in their yard, maybe they have company over. It just, it makes, like, a nice atmosphere. Yeah, it's... It's a really classic, I guess, like, town smell to be going through wherever you live with and smell that. Makes me think of a, of a summer afternoon or evening. A lot, a lot of childhoods like that that would have where we'd have, like, friends over. We had, we had an above-ground pool, and we'd have uh, friends over, and they'd, they'd stay a while, they'd hang out, we'd swim, and then we'd get out of the pool... And, you know, we'd, we'd go in for, for dinner and it would be like, while we were out there swimming, then my dad would be like off to the side, uh, 
like grilling burgers and hot dogs and all that. And you could smell that as you were swimming around. It's, it, you know, just good memories conjured by that. There's always like a good memory that you can go back to with the smell of grilled foods. Unless yeah. you like Unless lived on a pig farm and it caught fire. Down. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, smell is one of the most like nostalgic senses, probably. It, it can definitely bring you back real easy. And unfortunately for me, I have some smells that, uh, they're more like psychosemantic that it's like, it's not actually something that I'm smelling like physically, but I'll still like, you know, I'll smell it in my nose. My nose will like register that smell, even if it's not like present anywhere, uh, of yeah. like more like bad, like traumatizing stuff that like, if mm -hmm. I'm in like a bad kind of like mental place or whatever, then I could have that like psychosemantic kind of thing where like I smell that like bad memory, even if there's nothing to actually create that smell. There's a lot of identify. There's a lot of unidentifiable smells that um just kind of plague your nose and create nostalgia, but you can't really put a pin on what they are. You're mm -hmm. just like stuck being reminded of something, but then you lose the thought before you can even think about it yeah sometimes it's like just a real quick flash in the pan kind of thing where like i guess it would be like the the smell equivalent of seeing something out of the corner of your eye mistakenly and thinking it was something else where you start smelling something and then you get like more of a smell of it realize it wasn't what you thought you were smelling there's definitely been moments like that where it's like like that misidentification on first whiff and then it's just gone just gone I ask this because uh, the topic we were just on with, you know, the, oh God, and the joke about the house fire. What is the most dangerous experience you have had with fire? With fire? The most like stressful or life threatening or like, uh, like risky encounter you have had with fire? I don't know. I didn't really fuck with fire as a kid. And we had bonfires, but they were very well-crafted i guess it wasn't me but my sister cooked a donut for 20 minutes in the microwave i don't even remember it though so that happened but when we were kids obviously this happened but i don't remember it and i, I don't even know if i was there i think for me this was this was uh many years back but not like not like childhood this would be like teenage years I had, like, uh, this candle that was, it was, like, a two-wick candle, that kind of size, and I had, like, this paper towel that I was, like, I'm bored, I want to burn a thing, so I put the <laughs> paper towel over the candle, and then I dropped the paper towel into, uh, the candle itself, into the, the actual jar, which had been going mm -hmm. for a while, so there was a lot of, like, wax in there that was already melted, and if any of you know how a wick works, uh, you would know that they, the way the candle works, you have the wick, which soaks up wax, and then the fire burns through the wax before it burns through the wick. And so when you have a paper towel, that's, you know, it's decent, it's, you know how big a paper towel is, and that is now on fire, soaking up wax, you could imagine how big a flame from that would become. Uh, and it grew pretty big, and it took 
some real trying yeah. to get that to go out without because I was also like I was like I I know I need to put this out. But if I try to extinguish this immediately, then it might crack the candle and send like, you know, flaming wax everywhere. Uh, so I had mm-hmm. to like try and like snuff that out as like safe as possible. It was definitely uh, not not the most fun. I learned my lesson, I should say. Yeah. Yeah, but I've not played with fire since, but I do still like flicking lighters just as like a fidgeting thing because I like the sound and to see the little sparks. So maybe I didn't learn my lesson. Well, warning be heard. <laughs> don't if you <laughs> all you haters out there don't give me a, a lighter you're trying to put dislikes on our videos let, let this be a warning you know something i don't mind seeing dislikes on big wow big videos or on my own personal videos because that means that somebody cared enough about it to leave the dislike like they cared enough and they engaged with the media enough and like gave it enough thought to know that they didn't like it and leave it a dislike. Whereas they could have just like clicked away and separated it entirely from their life without a second thought. But it had an effect on them, although negative, it had an effect. We elicited an emotional response. I don't know the last time I received a dislike, but. It was usually out of not many people seeing my videos, but I mean, thankfully, my videos on my channel have been very well received. I think Big Wow Big has generally been too. We've got a couple dislikes. Yeah, but I mean, people gonna hate, so whatever. But that's, you know, they, they say that art is meant to uh, uh, invoke emotion. So if people are... Uh, leaving dislikes, then that means that we invoked emotion, which makes this art. I mean, yeah, I guess, yeah, technically what we do is art, but uh, I, I do think that Big Wapig could be helped by more con- more effort in the content itself generally, probably, but it's hard for that to be a thing. I'm sure it'll happen eventually, though, with the way we do our show because of how much uh, we've upped that already. I'm sure that kind of upgrade will hit the videos eventually. Not to say they're bad. They're just, like, pretty simple. It could be helped with more likes, more comments, more subscriptions. Go, go, engage, engage. Yeah, it could also help if you guys did stuff. Do you have a place in the heart of Jesus? Probably. It's up to Jesus. I mean... I don't know. (laughs) Do you think Jesus ever stopped loving you, even if you stopped loving Jesus? I don't know. Because it seems kind of clingy to me. They say that even if you don't love God, that God still loves you. And I have to just tell him, you know, he should see other people. Yeah. Man needs to move on. We've been told that he's been around since the start of time. He created everything. <laughs> Why can't he create yeah. some new connections? Exactly. A little obsessive. It's not you. It's me. You're sweet. You're funny. You killed a lot of people. But we, we need to move on. Oh. I'm watching on my wall right now. There's just like... There's a little tiny... Um, It's like real... Um really small 
uh, holes in my blinds where the strings come through. That's maybe like, I don't know, not even more than a, a millimeter in in size in diameter. Uh, but the way the angle of the sun is right now this time of day is that it comes straight through like par like uh, not parallel like completely like aligned level um, with my window, and so it kind of like it almost ends up like at this version of like the double slit experiment. So I can like see just a, like a tiny little projection of like the trees outside of that window uh, through just like that tiny little hole because. If you if you're mm -hmm. unfamiliar with the with the double slit experiment, it's it's like that or not even or am I thinking of the double slit or am I thinking of like something with like uh like pinhole cameras, kind of how that works. I think the double slit is a different thing that shows that uh, light and that light is both uh, a particle and a wave at the same time. Uh, yeah, I think you are thinking of double slit. I I I think that's the effect the like the comparable effect of what i'm seeing but i could be wrong i could be misquoting the double split experiment uh sorry the double split experiment demonstrates that light and matter can satisfy the seemingly incongruous classical definitions for both waves and particles which is considered evidence for the fundamentally probabilistic nature of quantum mechanics yep but i don't know if that is related to this thing of the of light being projected out through uh, a small radius. That could be a different thing. The images based on this show that, so I would assume cool. that you are comparing that correctly. I got my science right. Look at me. Yeah, I haven't. I don't, uh, I don't know the last time I took a science course. Oh, I guess if you... I guess psychology. I took that recently, but... Uh, I was thinking more physical science. I never really took a proper science course. Homeschooled gang, baby. They're not really uh, the most proper of educations. So I, I, I take to, like, educating myself mostly about things that I find interesting. That if I, like, I think most of my knowledge of any kind of higher learning of high school grade and above, like, physics or, you know, like, science, chemistry, anything... Uh, mathematics, whatever, uh, mm -hmm. has all been fueled only by self-interest and not through like any kind of curriculum. So it's if if I if I see like a four-hour-long video that's like explaining the double slit experiment, yeah, I'm gonna watch that. I'm gonna watch it. Science was shoved down my throat in school, but mostly high school, I guess. Don't remember learning a lot of science in college so far, at least specifically science. At least not since the accident. I don't remember taking like any science courses besides psychology. There's been uh, this YouTube channel that I've started binging through their stuff and now I'm done binging through their stuff because it's there's only like three or maybe. Yeah, I think four total like video essay kind of in the style of um defunct land is like the most comparable that i could like put the style of video mm -hmm. but going into like i guess it's it kind of like defunct land kind of like summoning salt that kind of like video essay type thing but about like controversies in the world of science of like usually being 
Um, like the one, the only examples of this, the only few series that he has being like the story of the SSC, the super collider that, you know, never got made. Um, uh, and like the, the whole like history of that, uh, the history of like this Korean doctor who claimed to have human cloning, but was also a, like, he covers a lot of like fraud. Uh, and right now I'm watching his thing on the, the, uh, Bogdanoff twins. It's all just like a lot of, it's, it's nice. You get like, you get kind of a fix of like one, just a nice style of video, like essay documentary type thing. It's well-researched. It's well-narrated. It has cool uh, graphics that he uses to, like, give visual examples of everything and show timelines. And you also get to, like, learn yes. some of the science along the way and also learn of, like, specific, like, drama within specific communities that you otherwise would have never known about, which I love. There's a subreddit for that kind of thing called r slash hobby drama. That it'll be like, this is what mm. went down this week in the world of of needlepoint stitching. <laughs> this bitch Rebecca. <laughs> and it's like all the, it's all the drama from communities that you would not normally ever interact with or uh like know what's going on within. But you get just kind of like this this peek into these communities of like like what's going on in their world. What mm. shitstorm is going on for them. I had something I wanted to look up on the fucking web, but I don't remember what it was because we, because instead of looking that up, I looked up the double split experiment and then I lost it after we stopped talking about that. I just have no idea what it was now. And I'm mad because I want to know what it was. Because I'm mad. I'm mad. You know it. I don't remember what we were talking about before that. I feel like it had something to do with whatever we were talking about before, but I don't remember what that was either. Yeah, I, I wouldn't know. Whatever we were talking about before immediately got erased in my brain when I saw the shadows dancing on the wall. Yeah. Fucking, uh, what's it called? The Cave of... Cave of... Uh, no, no, not Cave of, it's Plato's Allegory of the Cave, that's it. Mm, yeah, I know what that is. I'm distracted by the shadows dancing on the wall <laughs> thinking that this is all there is to reality. But in reality, it's just... It's just shadows dancing and the real world is behind me, catching only an image of its true nature. I do really want some kind of visual version of this podcast eventually, just because these visual bits are so un, un, unappreciated because they don't get seen. Then people can see me making love to my tonic and gin. That too. I'm sure we'll have uh, some kind of drinking tradition for Big Wow Big at some point. That'd be fun to make like videos every so often, or maybe like a little, like a little once in a blue moon series where we get drunk and play something. Could do, could do. I mean, the last time I drank in mass was the holidays, and I haven't hardly had anything since then. Which is why when I drink, I get drunk so fast. Cause, and that's and that's fun, but I just haven't. I don't like I did a semester and I worked hard so I didn't feel like drinking and mm -hmm. this summer like depression does not make me feel like drinking um that's a good thing if anything it makes me feel like smoking but oh <laughs> no, not good thing <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> more like under new management <laughs> uh yeah 
it's just like and i only recently uh picked up vaping again yeah i noticed that and for a while i was on the fence about it but when i in quotes quit vaping back in december i'd been vaping for a while before that but i didn't intend or intend to or try to quit i just stopped being able to buy them so i stopped doing it <laughs> that's how it goes and it's it's the only like adult adult luxury thing that i actually enjoy doing so i just um after like months of contemplation i just decided uh that now i'm making money so i'm gonna do it if i don't feel like buying one i won't if i don't if i feel like taking a break from one i have i will you know but just sometimes i really want to and it goes with, it goes good with drinking for me personally uh that's how it was with drinking about like three and a half months ago where i finished off my the the last of the alcohol that i had and then i just looked at my wallet and i was like i can't justify purchasing any more of this and so i didn't yeah and it's just it's just that simple and i'm glad that i don't have any like addiction or anything with that i think i already got too many other chemical dependencies for alcohol to be one of them yeah that's why i um that's why i didn't or I tried for so long to stay away from vaping because I know I really hate when people explain the health risks to me. Like, I don't know them. I know yeah. that it's bad for you. I'm aware drinking is also bad for you, and I'm also aware of that. I don't care. That's not what it's about. It's not about defying health. It's about it, it's about enjoying an adult luxury that I legally grew into the phase of being able to enjoy if I wanted to. And not endorsing smoking or vaping or anything, because of course it's like, you know, it's not a thing. Yeah, like to if you endorse. don't and you have a purpose and you have a purpose against it or you don't like it or whatever, it's just not your shit, then don't. Absolutely but it's don't. It's like not to not to endorse it, but like any any advertisement that is for the sake of like like telling people to stop smoking or stop vaping has always missed the mark by a thousand miles. I I don't, I've never seen any advertisement for like anti-smoking or anti-vaping that seemed like anything more than like preachy garbage or like they were talking like, of course it's like, of, of course vaping is a thing that like teens do now and like it's there you have like some yeah. younger people that are doing this but all those advertisements really seem like they got the fucking it, it, it's like steve from blues clues broke out the notepad it's like here's what's happening to your lungs we're gonna draw your lung cancer <laughs> like it, don't ever yeah. like treat people like adults and they try to be like snappy and like poppy with it that like there's the fucking one terrible one that's just a whole bunch of ancient outdated memes and it's so not funny and it's just cringy and the cringier that those are the more you make people want to start like vaping and smoking yeah like i've i've seen some of those ads anything those ads would remind me that i wanted to (laughs) yeah it's like i uh i have at this point uh, vaped and I intend to occasionally in the future with um, the consumption of THC because I have an iron gut and so I prefer to do it in that way when I when I see an advertisement for that 
uh for like the anti-vaping and they like they just like show like there's one that i've been seeing recently that's like a like a vape pen uh in front of like this like nature footage of a waterfall and when i first saw that i was like mm-hmm. whoa a, a new vape mm-hmm. and then it was an anti-vaping and i was like oh <laughs> but it but it looked so appealing <laughs> yeah so i think the moral of the story is that if you uh have 13 dollars every month get you to premium <laughs> get- that's my personal solution <laughs> that's how you quit vaping. i hate all the ads anyway i get like i i i promise you and and this goes majorly for me personally i don't know how much this goes for everybody else but the more you shove the the like do this or don't do this in my face the more it will make me want to do the opposite of what you're saying pure spite. you are never gonna win by just shoving your shit down my throat you're never gonna win by doing that mm. you could tell us in our comments you could comment 10 people could comment on every single video that we are just not funny game grumps that's never gonna make us stop making content if you don't True. like big wow big then go watch game grumps i don't care i'm not on this planet to entertain you i'm on this planet to entertain people who click on the video and enjoy it and want to watch it and hit subscribe because they want to see more i don't give a fuck if you don't like my videos go fuck off and watch real housewives okay <laughs> i don't care what you want to watch if it's not this thing go away simple as that no one's making you watch this i'm glad that you like th- like thank you for submitting your input but your input is like annoying if your input is this is just game rooms but not funny like holy shit never have never would we have thought of never. that as game rooms fans never would we have thought like like there's no way we took any inspiration from game rooms and making our sit down let's play game rooms channel there's no way also it's not like we don't like contemplate and consider with the content that we make and the like conversations we have on the show and the jokes we make the bits we do the games we play the style and format of our videos that there isn't some level of that there isn't there isn't a self-awareness in that where we are trying to like not like copy other people's shit you know like people Mm. people say that as like assuming us to not be self-aware as if there isn't like you know there's most episodes earlier on but not so much these days where like um you know any like joke or bit or voice or like topic or whatever that would like go on the episode like you'd have to like ask that question of like is this like copying game grumps or just like rehashing their shit uh yeah and no we do our own shit draw your right. draw your comparisons draw your similarities where you want them but we're not out to steal their shit we're out to make our own shit because we are our own individual people with our own personalities that are not like we are like we make shows in the same style in the same format but like yeah if if i made a fucking western movie that wouldn't make me clint eastwood right and if I came all over your mom, that wouldn't make me your dad. <laughs> <laughs> but if I did it twice, then you'd know I was your dad. No. Then you'd know I was your dad. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, and I mean, like, in a certain sense, I am getting bitchy about it. Like, they get bitchy about our videos. But <laughs> just, like, I, I just think it's so pointless and, like, such a waste of, like, 
like coming from from my perspective if i saw a video i didn't like i i would find it to be such a waste of my time and breath to try and like make a point that the video is bad instead of just leaving the video and going and watching something else i like yeah because there's stuff there are markiplier videos that bore me and i don't want to watch them so i will just leave and go watch some other content my homepage is full of stuff i want to watch I, or i would want to watch all the time and and every so often i get it i get a youtuber i've never seen and they make a uh video based on a concept i've like never seen yeah and i found a lot of new youtubers that way and it's really cool and i do i do think youtube has gotten a lot better about recommending smaller channels like i Definitely. like almost every time every time i open my um homepage on youtube i have like somebody that's got like less than 100 views on uh, on their video and like so- sometimes it's interesting enough and i'll uh comment and they'll respond and then it'll be like a cool little thing but if you're gonna just like if you're gonna leave a comment art of i mean you, like you you can leave all the like game grumps comparison comments you want or whatever super mega i don't care like you can you can do whatever you just just know that we wish you the best in your future endeavors but you're fired from the fan base go away <laughs> you have no place to just continue to do that here like if somebody like i imagine that Big Wap Big will receive harassment to some degree at some point, if it, at least mildly, if anything, if nothing else. I mean, absolutely, when the allegations come out. Yeah, well, when they find out what happened on July 7th, <laughs> which hasn't happened yet. That's, that's, a, a, call, that's, that's a joke a, that you guys don't know about. Call back, that's a call, call forward. forward. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a, uh, it's a, what, what's the word I'm, thinking of uh it's a forecast it's a prophecy <laughs> it's a prophecy yeah july 7th the prophecy be sure to be sure to state be sure to tune in on july 7th uh, are we big, sure that that's gonna we may have to like fudge things a little bit because we upload on i just remembered Fridays because that's a podcast. podcast yeah nah let's just upload the podcast too anyway Let's just upload the podcast too. Well, there's anyway. gonna be Whatever. like two others in between as well. That like we'll have to like upload like oh there have to be like three additional. Yeah, no, okay, so okay, so here's the here's the issue with this, right? Is that <laughs> you guys will have seen. I just realized the issue that you're saying. I realize it now. Yeah. So Mario Sunshine just started <laughs> literally this week <laughs> because it has to because <laughs> of of the July seventh episode of Mario Sunshine and. I am realizing Your legal what legal obligations Mario Sunshine starts this week. <laughs> I am realizing what you're saying is that we have to up because we only so here's the thing. I don't know if we recorded our series is me playing Mario Sunshine which you've already seen at least a couple episodes up by now. Um you guys. But I don't think as of recording this I've edited any of them. No. And in order to get the July 7th up the july 7th episode up on july 7th it is the it is a number of episodes in that we have to start uploading it on the day we started uploading the series this week and upload a new episode every day including podcast fridays for it to land on july 7th so we are kind of fucked for three weeks you're gonna get friday double features so you guys also got a Mario Sunshine episode today. So congrats! Oh God, I just realized that. I don't. But have you know to what? Make a thumbnail tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I have to, I have to make like three thumbnails and three videos tonight. I don't know if I, I just don't think I touch them. 
I need to see, let me see while we're talking about it, how many Big Wild Big videos I, on my end I have actually edited out of what has had gone on since. Because, like, I edited all of Sonic Unleashed and I pretty much stopped it. Oh, I need your Kirby audio, by the way. The uh, Dream Kirby. Course. Oh. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna do those, and then there was only the first couple, and I was like, ah, I want to get something done in bulk, so I did more. Dark I also Souls. kind of wanted to, I also kind of wanted to see, uh, where we're at in terms of being ahead, because we've uploaded a lot without recording nearly as much. So I'm kind of curious where we're. You know what's right super now. funny? What's funny? By doing this with the Mario Sunshine, with having to get this out by that deadline, it's going. There is enough time on a normal schedule to finish Dark Souls 3 uh, by the time that we reach the July 7th. So that's just going to have to get fucking delayed until afterward. You're saying if we were to continue uploading Dark Souls every day, we would have finished it before July 7th? If, if it was to continue on its normal schedule, then Dark Souls would be finished by July 7th. Let's just upload all this shit. Two, two videos a day from now on. <laughs> two, fuck it. Well, man, we are, like, really bad. No, I know we can't. <laughs> One of the bigger issues of that is just making thumbnails for everything, since we make unique thumbnails for all of our videos. Yeah, that is really hard. All of our content currently, since we're so backlogged, I, I know for a fact that we have at least another dozen episodes of Dark Souls. Uh, we have the entirety of Zelda 2. We have... Uh, the entirety of Mario Sunshine. The entirety of Mario Sunshine, we have a couple one-offs that are backlogged. So, like, we are... Yes. We, on a normal schedule, the only thing we are never backlogged on is podcasts, because we record those the week of. Those, these are yeah. always, like, relevant these are always... to when they come out. These are not, like, a month or two in advance, but our... What makes it hard about that is yeah. one of us having to edit it, Mia being the one uh, taking the bullet recently because i started a new job and i work four days a week and when i work i work a long time and it's really hard for me to work and i've been working on cosmic emerald and it's really hard for me to work on big wow big anyway when i'm doing stuff like this and i'm gonna have to start school eventually and it's just it's i'm really busy outside of youtube and i'm trying to do youtube at the same time and it's i'm doing it but it's hard and it's only gonna get harder and i really 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 wish there were a way for me to just pay with my work money for me to just pay other people to do some of the stuff we have to do like edit the podcast or make thumbnails i you wish there were somebody nice? i could hire for that but what if instead we would just get paid for the work that we do on these videos i mean yeah of course but like it would, it would... <laughs> hey there late night listeners thank you so much for listening to late night with big and wow we're just taking a little break here to tell you about the Big Why Big Patreon. Not only is it an extra step of support for the channel, it also has numerous benefits such as unreleased Big Why Big content, exclusive patron live streams, and even getting to tell us what video to make. If you've got a heart in your chest and money in your wallet, then head over to patreon.com slash bigwowbig and join today. Thanks again for listening. Now back to the show. It would be, I, I mean that it would be nice to spread the workload out a little bit because with just us two running all of, because if you didn't know, we run all of Big Wabic. We do everything on Big Wabic, the two of us. And we love it. You know, Big Wabic is our baby. Um, and I'm very proud of what we've accomplished so far. Also, side note, I was looking at our one-offs 
and uh, I'm realizing now that we did uh, Pac-Man 99, Robotnik, Mean Bean Machine, Sonic Utopia, Subway Servers, and the shitter Monopoly Wheel of Fortune episode that was a disaster. And we have the two Kirby Stream Course episodes, and then we're revealing a lot of stuff ahead of time, yeah. by the way. <laughs> um, I'm realizing we're just giving all... Here's, here's, here's the content list for the future. Here it is. Here's a warning of what's coming so you know to unsubscribe now. Do we have any one-offs on your side that I... Because I don't even remember uh, I know, I got Kirby. Trackmania still sitting on that, which is going to be... <laughs> it's, it's the spring season. We filmed Trackmania like two months ago. Yeah. <laughs> but we've had, we have so I much forgot. fucking Dark Souls. But we filmed Pac-Man 99 <laughs> also like two months ago. When did we start Dark Souls? When was the first episode of that filmed? When did we do that? <gasps> we started that like right at the I guess start. I find it. Either at the end of April or the start of May. Let me see. I can find it. It would have been at least a month before Tears of the Kingdom came out. And now we're a month after Tears of the Kingdom came out. The way that these, like, videos go out and, like, the way our scheduling and recording works, it's like... It was in May. Yeah, right at the start of May. It was at the end of May. No, wait. Start of May. Hold on. Or end of April? hold on. No, wait, hold on. Um... There's three dates in the properties for a file, and I don't know which one is when it was. Oh, God. Oh, maybe because you moved all your folders around, maybe things got mangled. Oh, that's true. Then I guess it was the end of March. That is this date. It had to end be. End of March? Yeah. March 29th is when this file was created. Oh, weird. I don't recall that being back in March. When did we, uh, do we know, well, what did we film... When we, like, started, like, really coming back, when did we, what did we film? What was the first, like, stuff we were doing? Shit. Uh, yeah, what was our, what did we, well, we did a lot of Super Auto Pets. Oh, that's true. I just don't remember what the first thing we started with when we, like, because we, we were filming stuff in between the last quit and the comeback on the anniversary. We were filming some stuff in between them, but there was a point. No, but Half-Life we filmed in 2022. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking uh, about, like, when we came yeah. back this year and really started a filming schedule. Well, like, uh, the videos that, like, we first came back with on my side were, I guess, the first thing that I... I, think I mean, yeah, those were Half-Life. The, yeah, like, the first thing that I came back with was, like... Yeah. We filmed Half-Life in October. Yeah. Oh, it fucking it's it's has been a minute, homie. It's yeah, I just don't know. I, I also need to get Zelda two out of this um fucking active series folder. Out of this, because it's done. Uh, we also yeah. are sitting on uh we also are sitting on VHS nineteen eighty six Uno and regular oh, game. Yeah, I forgot we did those. Yeah, we haven't even uploaded the pool one off. Wow, we haven't even uploaded the pool one off. <laughs> Oh my god, the, the, spire. the tiger. <laughs> yeah. We're uh, kind of way ahead, homie. We're like, <laughs> the, <laughs> we kind of have fucking, too much shit going on. Why were we playing Super Metroid today? <laughs> we could just fucking phone in podcasts every week for like the next year. <laughs> I don't know. That's why in like that's why. That's why in like whatever podcast episode, I was like, maybe we should bump it up to two episodes a day because we're so far ahead. We have like God. too much shit. If we just did our old schedule of three days a week, then we would actually have enough for like the rest of the fucking year. Yeah. Oh my. But like, God. I don't want 
I don't want to like put off Big Wap Big that long, like doing it because How are you I, bitches not sick of us <laughs> because they only get us once a day, and we're, we're the only one that holds this backlog. We have a couple, a couple of those one-offs that are like, or like some of the shorter ones that are multi-parts. We could just turn into mega episodes instead of being like half an hour, then they're like an hour. And then that could like get some of those done. You mean some of the ones we filmed before we bumped our time up to like 30 to 40 minutes? Well, I mean like, uh, no, cause I don't think we have any of those. We've been doing the 30 and 40, like the whole time that we've been back. Uh, no, no, we started with the 2530. No, I remember because I was talking about it. I, I, I suggested that we started, I suggest that we start doing that in like well, a Dark Souls way, episode. We were always closer to 30, but I think like we, we would more often let it run over and we would just be okay if it was, if it ran a little bit shorter, we would be like, the goal wasn't like we could cut off at 25. It was just that if we had to cut off around 25, then we could, but we've always, we've always aimed towards 30. Every Metroid video we filmed today was like basically 40 minutes or give or take a cup to give or take a minute. They were like all 40 minutes. Um, yeah. Just because we were talking and um, there was like one of them that I that I was kind of not paying attention to the clock for a little bit. But like, yeah, I mean, in all honesty, if we took a month off of Big Wow Big, we'd probably by the time we started filming, like if we took a month off. It, we would by the time by the time we came back at the end of July, I mean, there's all the behind the scenes stuff we have to keep mm-hmm. doing, I guess. So we wouldn't not be working on it. But I just don't want to stop like I don't want to like have to stop filming Big Wap Big because we're so backlogged, but I don't know what to do about it. Uh, since you've been more busy with like other stuff and so like I've been taking the brunt of like our daily uploads with the stuff that I've been editing and getting like my stuff taking the cunt taking the cunt and we're demonetized now yeah like we were i i tend to like uh, with a lot of the the dark souls and stuff that's been going up recently since that's all been on my end and all just like i know that it's only my stuff that i have to schedule out and you don't have anything Mm -hmm. uploaded for like a while uh, which is gonna change now uh i just got like (laughs) I got like 12 episodes of Dark Souls just like backlogged all edited in the same day, sat down for like two hours, two and a half hours, made all the thumbnails, uploaded all of them. And then I was like, cool, I'm done with Big Wow Big for a fucking <laughs> like week and a half. I can yeah. I can put this in the back pocket. I like being able to do that's a That's one of the really nice things with with Big Wow Big is that when, you know, when life gets in the way, as it did for me uh this the at the start of this month uh mm-hmm. it's it's definitely like a a nice thing that we are typically backlogged already like if i if something horrible went wrong and i didn't have internet access for like like 5 days a week whatever we would still be fine because you wouldn't even be able to tell in those 5 days because it's all like prepared and ready to go before then so it's it gives a nice insurance that I don't have to worry about immediate things immediately becoming a problem. It's like it's like a nice bastion, mm-hmm. a kingdom built on stone that I don't have to worry about. The issue majorly that creates all this major backlog is that we started filming and with how much we were doing, we filmed all that stuff 
for like the entire month before we came back. So we got ourselves like backlogged by over a month before we even came back. And then we kept doing weekly filming. And right after the end of my semester, which was right around the time we came back, publicly, I mean, was when we kept filming on a two days a week schedule, which we did for a while. And we could, mm-hmm. with my, my work schedule has been the same, we could continue to do. But again, we really are kind of too ahead. We're yeah. like too ahead. We need to like, I feel like we need to have some kind of big, wow, big special period where we just upload more at a time to get some of this shit out. The um, big, wow, big fest. And just catch our, yeah, and just catch ourselves up to where, to a healthy, to a healthy course ahead. And then when we're at the right point of being ahead where we want to be, for every like five, or for every like five to seven videos that go up every week, or I guess five to six, because one of them is a podcast. Um, we film at least that many. It would be nice to, I don't know how we would do it, but we would have to create a way to be ahead, but still film like the amount that we would film in a given day. It might be a fun thing to do occasionally where we just lump in one-offs into like one combined video or like one day that we have just be like the variety special. Like whether that be in like one video that lumps them all together or if they all go up on the same day or even if it's like some kind of like community event where it's like and up next is this thing get ready you know and like make a make like a Mm. proper event out of it like a like a movie night kind of thing uh like a like a big wow big matinee double feature yeah i think doing that in a live stream format that would turn into a video would be cool yeah, it'd be it'd be it'd be fun to like mystery science theater that shit. It'd be a lot of time that people could spend chatting, yeah, um, and enjoying the stuff. And we don't have to perform. Somebody just has to run the live stream. And if we do that with like one offs, if it's just like one episode things, and we just like just don't know where to fit into the schedule, like stuff like Trackmania or Kirby or like whatever, like VHS, whatever, like mm-hmm. you just make that a, a live event. And then people, it's since it's like a one one episode thing, you don't have to worry about getting invested in that shit. And if you come into it late, then well, you don't have to worry about that either, because there's gonna be like another one episode thing coming up right after it. So it's like you just like to treat it like TV. Next show, right. and it's a lot. It'd be a lot more casual. Yeah, and maybe after the video was was up and complete, we could um. Because we could just do it as a premiere, so it runs as a live thing on its own. It would also be fun to, like, DJ it in between. What do you mean? It's like, and up next, we got this little number right here called Track Mania. Get ready for some thrills, some spills, and some high-speed action. We could uh, create that as, um, uh, like, BWB 94.5. You know what I mean? Like that kind of thing. God, there was, oh, the YouTuber. Big, big radio. Uh, Satchel Drake's. Um, he did this thing for a while that I loved where he would make these, like, it, it was like basically this DJ kind of thing or like, you know, like radio kind of thing on YouTube where in the morning yeah. he would upload this, like he would upload a playlist and the first video on the playlist would be like a minute long of him, like explaining what was up next. 
and then it would like next in the playlist would be that song and then it would be another like really short video so it was like basically just programming like tv program or radio programming uh but done like right. through instead of making it like one video that then you have to like go to a timestamp for this song go to a timestamp for that song and of course in that situation you'll end up getting copyright claimed uh just making mm-hmm. it so like there was a video that ushered in a different video just in a playlist and that was just a really fun format and i loved it and i don't think he does it anymore i don't think he it's been so ugh. i love the youtuber sassel drakes i love his content always loved his content I actually got to meet him at Indie PopCon. I was very nervous meeting him because I just, like, stopped him in the middle of, like, a, the convention hall as I saw him. Uh, and I got to shake his hand yeah, and take so a picture. Yeah, so what negative take are you about to give on him? A lot of <laughs> his stuff of his that I enjoy does not last long. He's He's been... He'll do something like interesting. <laughs> he'll <laughs> do something interesting that I really enjoy. I really like the format of... Uh, I, you know, I really get into, I really dig, and then he'll move on to a different project. And it's like, I, I would love, I would love, like, he's done like that, that sort of like that radio programming thing. He's done a podcast and like other shows of his that I've really enjoyed, but it's just, he never sticks to like the one thing for so long. And it's like always moving around. And it's like, no, this was the thing that brought me joy and comfort. And now it's gone. I would really hope that nobody ever watches Cosmic Emerald for an extended amount of time. <laughs> End of sentence. End of sentence. And no. Brutal Moose, if you're out there, this is another call out post. Well, can I finish my thing so people don't think that's what I meant? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hope nobody, I hope no like extended fans of my cosmic emerald channel ever watch it and eventually i start because like i don't really plan on ever changing my style of content but the thing is that i have show ideas and some of my shows might take a long hiatus some of my shows might not last i have a whole pilot idea for a show i've been thinking about making since last year and i haven't done anything with it yet but it's because I haven't even decided if it's something I'd actually want to do. But I would hope that nobody would ever watch it and be like, this just doesn't feel the same anymore. But you changed. I'm going to continue to creatively develop my style. So, you know. Why don't you just do the same thing forever? Because I can't. I'll die. But this is the, the call-out post. Brutal Moose, Ian, if you're out there, if you're listening, if this somehow reaches your ears... Why won't you finish Televoid? I know it's been like a, a a shit trillion years since the like last episode of that came out, but it was so close. It was so interesting. Such a fascinating little series. And it's probably way too late to go back and finish now, but I want it to be finished. And Cosmic Emerald, if you're out there listening, why won't you finish Wind Waker? Please go back. That doesn't even make sense. <laughs> That's us, not That's me. Us. That doesn't even make sense. Should have said Emmy from Big Rob Big. And Mia, if you're out there listening, why won't you finish Half Life? You know, this is probably like if somebody's listened in this far and we talked about all of our scheduling shit, all of our programming that we have, like 
ready to go for quite a long time, and this was something that I meant to mention earlier, um, is I spoilers for anybody that that doesn't know this, which is probably everybody. We didn't finish Half Life, uh, and we haven't recorded that no. since like last year, um, and. I don't know if we'll nope. ever finish Half-Life because it wasn't a series that both of us were into, which we try to, like, you know, make sure that it's enjoyable for both of us. But I was thinking about how, like, with the way that we're so far ahead and the way we have to, like, push our schedule around for certain things, it may end up actually being close to a year from time of recording to uploading for, like, our last episodes of Half-Life. How many are left? <sighs> fucking we're like we have i don't even remember how many episodes of half-life we recorded but we were pretty fucking deep in the game we were pretty deep and i think we were probably bordering 20 episodes and maybe like six of those have gone out like not many half-lives have gone out actually how many i don't even know how many i don't have any of the timesheets for half-life for some reason i don't know how many how many episodes of half-life are in the playlist. Yeah, only six episodes of Half Life have have gone out. If the if the drive is correct, which I'm pretty sure it is, I think then there's only nine. <laughs> no, there's more than nine. I don't know, bro. There's only there's only uh, nine episodes on. It only goes up to nine on all the timesheets. Well, that could just be any all the stuff that you've uploaded. Because we have some stuff that I've thought, like, was shorter than it was, but it's just because we don't have everything, like, in place. No, but I don't know, because I only have three audios up on computer, oh, yeah. and there's only three timesheets, and it only go to nine. I thought we had more than that, because we were, we got really deep in it, and so I thought that that took longer. Weird. I think it just felt long, because it was really boring. Weird. <laughs> Well, it was boring for me. I don't you. know. I love Half Life. I mean, it wasn't that boring. I'm mostly joking. You admit it. We also have a lot of uh, Patreon content we haven't uploaded either. So true. We have a lot of uh, patrons we'll that haven't uh, patroned yet. Yeah, a lot of customers that haven't paid for their product yet. <laughs> the world is full of. 8 billion customers. They just don't know it yet. I guess that's a... I guess that's a place to sadly end this episode, yeah? Probably? Yeah, I guess so. It's gone pretty extensive. So, well, thank you for listening. I think this is one of the one of the best episodes we've done of this yet. You think so? I think so. I thought it was interesting, the words that we said. We do do a lot with words. <laughs> do do. Pretty experienced in that field. <laughs> field. But I guess officially, thank you for listening to Late Night with Bing and Wow. It is time to put you put you in, in baby by gay baby jail for the week. And we will see you next Friday. Bye bye.